I just, I knew. Tim, I knew. I knew this was going to happen. Yes, you did. You I knew it. this. The trailers were so bad. Yeah. I mean, did they, they advertised it a lot, right? Yeah. I feel like movies like that where they just advertise it heavily, they never really pan out. It's because they're trying to get more attention because they know it's not going to be as good. Yeah. Um, oh, look who's uh, look who's oh. rolling in here. Why, hello there. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I again, I don't really know much about the character, Hellboy, so I wasn't too excited he's, about it. He's better than this. He deserved better I'm, than I'm this. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I can't. I can't imagine what Think you're of going people through. People who this is their this is their introduction to the character. It breaks my heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel better, I haven't seen the uh, Guillermo del Toro version versions or this, so I still haven't been introduced. You know, to Hellboy. they have a special place in my heart because it a introduced me to the character. Yeah. Which is how I got into the graphic novels, and then introduced me to Guillermo del Toro as a director, who oh really I love. Uh, the most, show's here, boys. Most oh exciting my. director. <laughs> Why hello? Maybe one of them. He's Crimson Peak that's was for sure. okay. I haven't seen Crimson. The it's only, okay. So I don't know. I don't know what all. Do movies. not touch anything, Max. Jordan has everything fixed. I have to turn it down. No, it's a little loud. It's no, it's not good. <laughs> Did something go wrong? No. <laughs> Everything is good. You guys are really loud in my headset. Well, turn your headset down. Turn it. Look. Oh, oh my. And you were way less I loud. I told you, boy. What was that? Mm, I don't know. Did you, did it? I can't hear me now. You can't hear you? Max? There you go. It was fine. Hold on. I am acting we were, we producer were doing... while Jordan is gone. Is he not here? No, he's in there. He's asleep. Oh. Or he's trying to. Poor Jordan. Uh-oh. Um you are experiencing Way to go, Max. one of three things in your in your bathroom, Tanner. Um you either have a small Enlighten me. You either have a <laughs> oh. small leak that is directly behind the toilet. So what you, Max is trying to say is he oh, would I, I, miss. I know where the water is coming from. Okay. I oh. just need just, to... just wanted to let you know that there is a pool of water. Yep. Uh, hanging around. Yep. The... We got assigned seats today. That is your it's, name. It's um, like the, the pump thing in the, the tank of the toilet that you know fills up the water mm-hmm. back in there. When you flush it, it sprays water out so much that it's able to leak underneath the lid of the tank and then just run down the side of the toilet. So, That's not good. Yeah, I need to let, I should let someone know about that. Yeah. You can do it tomorrow. Uh, um, <clears throat> oh, well, so what other movies has uh, Guillermo del Toro done? I think the only one that I can actually remember that I've seen is uh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, the Devil's Backbone. Hellboy one and two. Hellboy one and two. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, Pacific Rim, the first one. Really? Which I thought that was doesn't okay. feel like a Guillermo del Toro movie. It it's not artistic Guillermo del Toro. It's right. just having fun Guillermo del yeah, Toro. That makes sense. I'll tell you what you, what I just did. What you just did? Um, I wanted to grab a fresh and healthy dinner, so I went by Chick Fil A to get a grilled chicken sandwich. Uh huh. And um, <clears throat> closed? No, waited in line for 30 minutes, as you do, apparently, at all times at Chick fil A. It's wow. never not busy there. And go park real quick to scarf that down. 
Second bite. Second bite into the grilled chicken. Pickle. No. Worse. Worms. Worse. Poop. It was cold. No. It was fried. Mayonnaise. I don't know what it was, but it was one of those fibrous, crunchy, gross, meaty bits that you find in meat sometimes. Oh, like the tendon. Yeah, and you you bite down and it's like... Like a bit of fat. Well, you know what? This isn't supposed to be the texture of a chicken breast. And that ruined That's my appetite. That's how you know it's fresh, because they leave the tendon in and it. And I put... That's and meat, I, man. And I took that chicken sandwich, and I threw it at Oh, yeah, that's the risky play. That's so you, the, did, you didn't finish it? No. See, like, I, I think any normal human would just spit it out and continue eating. Yeah, you can't do it. It's ruins not the whole it. sandwich. Ruins it for me. Oh, can't do it. It's meat, Max. Can't you do wasted it. a Chick-fil-A you know, sandwich. Can't do it. It's too much. Because then I go to take my next bite, and if like I bite into something crunchy again, I'm totally gagging. Uh, that is that is that is my worst. Let me tell you, that's one of my worst fears: is eating something that's supposed to have a nice, juicy, soft texture, and biting into something that is hard and crunchy. Is I agree. Fun. I agree. You don't want a textural yeah. surprise. Yeah, yeah. I don't like nuts in my chocolate, unless I know they're going to be there. Yeah, or nuts and brownies. Even yeah. if I know they're going to be there, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to take my headphones off because... Um, are we too loud? Really you guys are loud? blazing loud. Turn your headphones me, down. You can't. Pass, it doesn't do anything. Over. Let, me, let, me, let me take a listen. I think this sounds this is fine. How it, this, is, this is how it sounds. Yeah, it's, this is not bad at all. This is loud. That is really loud. I can hear it. <laughs> now he's like, I think your mic might be up. I don't know. Mine is a little bit louder. <laughs> because he's a little, <laughs> I told you. a little more soft-spoken. Mine, mine is not, but it is blazing loud I in can, my headphones. Do, do you want me to talk a little bit quieter? No. I'll talk you don't like have this. to. I just will not wear headphones. Mm, do that again. Totally fine. A little mustache. Action um, free boys. Where are we at? What are we talking about? Oh, uh, you know, we're just getting some cold open material. I'm yeah. glad you guys started without me. Do we all have the same phone? I have the I iPhone so. 10. You have the 10s, and Tim has the 10s as well. So yes, yeah. Tanner and Tim both so rocking new phones. We we both got a a new phone last week. Wait, when so what, did you go into the Apple Store and like during the weekend, or was it on a Monday? Uh, Saturday went into. Uh, we just missed each other. T-Mobile and oh, so, I'm looking to upgrade. Yeah, they're like, we'll fix you up because I've had an iPhone 5s for the past five years. Wow. Yeah. That is an upgrade right there. This is so fucking expensive, though. Oh, I know. This is a $1,000 phone. I mean, uh, the podcast is paying for it. Oh, sure. <laughs> Tanner flexing on the audience. I'm not flexing. I'm not <clears throat> happy yeah. about when Tanner, this. When Tanner went in, they're like, sir, do you want to finance it over 24 months? He's like, I'll pay it outright right yeah. now. And then he... No, took I out, wanted to, but they wouldn't let then he me. Took I had out, to do really? the repayment plan. He I took think, out one thousand because they can like generate you know a little interest. He on took it one thousand. Yeah, that makes sense. One dollar bills, and he made it rain at the Apple Store. So he just got that no, no, no. fat, he, that he fat tax T-Mobile. return. You know, the oh, T-Mobile. Yeah. It's nice. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten my tax return Tim yet. Broke his phone at the Cubs game. Yeah, he told me. I did. Yeah, so yeah, I told him. I. So this is what happens when. You, you have too much alcohol and you decide to get really excited for a team you don't necessarily care about while in the rain when things are way slippier than while slipper, in the rain so slippier than you it was in slipperier my it was in my hoodie pocket i decided to stand up after a double it flew out of my pocket right into the ground screen screen to the ground completely destroyed it yep 
And then Drew's and phone I was, was already destroyed. Sad. So we, there was two destroyed phones and one in pretty dang good shape. I'll tell you what, it was, a, it was a hell of a trip. And we'll talk more about it on yeah. Force Vision. But Did we watch anything this week, by the way? Did I, I'm trying to think if I watched anything. So I, I haven't been watching many movies lately. I've been more in a, in a series groove. Game of Thrones, and I, yeah, I started watching Thrones Barry. Is back and swing. Started watching Barry. That's a good show on HBO. I haven't watched anything new since the last time. Yeah, I've seen you guys. I've rewatched quite a few movies. Uh, two weekends ago, did you go see Hellboy? I have not, but it's trash. So you should go see it. It's at fourteen percent now. You should go. See I'm it. not going to pay to see it in theaters. You should go see it. I like that. Don't don't support a movie that did the character injustice. He doesn't know if the character was. Done he has a fourteen percent on Rotten he Tomatoes. Can't tell Max. for himself. Uh, and I could Tanner, tell from the trailers that Tanner has good intuition. And here I thought you liked Hellboy. I do, which is why I'm not going to see this movie. You know, and I walked into Batman vs Superman knowing I was about to walk into a pile of shit. Bullshit. And I bullshit. You no, walked in there no. fully torqued, that ready to. <laughs> oh, I have was a so, new favorite course, movie because it was like, oh yeah, because yeah, they're my favorite superheroes. That's what I'm saying. I'm After, surprised you're not the same way. Afterwards, he left. He's like. Best DC no, movie. No, because ever. I have that good is totally false. Judgment. Better than Dark I, I left. I left, and I remember looking at Tea Time at Page, going, "So what'd you guys think of that?" I feel like, <laughs> and they're Mike, like, uh, "It was okay." And Mike, I was like, "That was okay." We having, we having some audio issues. I feel like mine peaked a second. I got a little bit of a static blast, but maybe I'm talking too loud. Static blast. I don't know. Static shock. Um, I didn't watch any movies recently, anyways, because I've just been super busy, didn't so I haven't been let watching. Let me finish movies. talking. Oh, what were you, what, what movies have you rewatched? Hereditary. <laughs> uh, then immediately oh. follow that up with Pineapple Express, um, which was weird. And then last weekend, this past weekend, um, The Witch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then The Shape of Water. So rewatch weekend for you. Solid. Yeah. Um, Good lineup. I just watched Big Little Lies or Little Big Lies. Whatever it is on HBO, I started that with Paige. That's a good show too. I uh, really like it. It's got a Reese Witherspoon in it. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Uh, General Holdo. Uh, Adam. Admiral. Adam Holdo, Scott. Whatever her name is. Adam Scott's in there. Nicole Kidman. Nicole, uh, Shailene Woodley. Um, I think all you really need is Adam Scott, though. Yeah, Adam Scott plays a character in that. Um, <laughs> okay. Ben so, White. Is it Ben White? Mm-hmm. It's a crossover. So um, let's just go ahead and do our, let's go into our in the news segment because there's uh, not much in the news at all, but I do want to talk about a few things. Um, let's start off with, first and foremost, those end game reactions. They hit the internet last night. Uh, movie reviewers, uh, actors, famous people, people in the media got their first look at end game last night. Got to watch the whole thing. Um so far, it's exploding with positive reactions. It's a 98% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and there's some pretty incredible uh, commentary Sounds on like Twitter. Disney's paying off reviewers yet again, boys. Yep. Thank you for leading into our next se- segment. <laughs> How Disney is buying their reviews. And let me just hey, say... Hey, they have the money to do it. George Bush did 9-11. Um, all right. Wow. Okay. 
Well, um, we just lost a lot of viewers. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Wait, we have that many. We, we have viewers? We, we have listeners. People could be watching. I, I view my phone when I listen. Um, but anyways, what do you think of these Endgame reactions? Apparently Tanner spoiled the movie for himself on accident. Yeah. And so honestly, I don't even want to hear a word that he has to say. No, just I will not say anything about the film itself. Um, I would just recommend that A, people don't go looking for spoilers. And B, if you have... Don't go chasing waterfalls, am I right? Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Um, mm-hmm. If you have run afoul of these spoilers and you're not taking it very well, uh, you gotta probably see... I don't like that comment already. That's making me think like I'm not gonna like the movie or something. No, There's gonna I mean, take a turn. You, you know, fanboys, right? Any yeah. Any fan community, there's gonna be this extreme reaction to whatever. Um... I think there's a super... Well, go ahead. I'll let you finish. But it's important to take these things in context. So see the movie. Don't just read spoilers and go, oh, I don't like this. Or on the flip side, be like, this sounds great. Like, just go, Who the go fuck see the movie. Read spoilers two days before the Tanner. damn movie comes Tanner out. Does. I did, but because <laughs> I didn't think it was... Oh, you le- did it on purpose? Sort of. Oh, my God. Why? Word was word was going around. You're literally around. two days away from Tanner, actually being surprised. Lit- <laughs> Tanner loves to live life on the edge. Uh, no. Word was going around... It's unbelievable. I know, right? That um, there was this full plot breakdown leak whatever um but a lot of people were talking about it like oh it's obviously fake or some people were suggesting that it was outright fake and you're like i better do some serious research right now to find out if this is fake or not (laughs) you know i was like i'll just read it for shits and giggles because a long few months ago there was an alleged trailer leak which ended up being completely false but Mm -hmm. it was just the way the person read it wrote it put so much stupid shit in there like you've probably seen it memed maybe in reddit comments but suggesting that there's like a scene with the hulk doing (laughs) push-ups saying uh, what's the line he says my rematch is coming soon i can feel it so i was hoping for like something golden like that and then i ended up reading this very long thing and i'm like that all sounds reasonable and then um today you know, after the the international release or premiere, a lot of people were like, "No, that leak was one hundred percent real." And then I was like, "Oh, so the Hulk shit. is going to do push-ups?" No, that's a separate. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's a separate. Well, thing. that actually makes it unwatchable for me. I'm so sorry, Tanner. Um, that was actually one of my biggest fan theories. Is I bet <laughs> you the Hulk's going to rep out some push-ups. I He's going to do P ninety X. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a comic book movie. Break out the bullet bar. Um. So, nothing I read really surprised me. Not necessarily that, like I could have predicted all of it. I can't believe you do this. It's just <laughs> why do you, it's not. Let me out just of say, this is like this is like having your happening. parents tell you what you're getting for Christmas, like two days before Christmas. They've done that. He before. hasn't and said probably, cause anything. And you probably because you asked him, like, listen, I want you to tell me, and like you don't want that. And you're like, no, please. He hasn't. He hasn't said anything. What are you talking about? No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying he said anything. Oh, I thought you were saying like based off what he was saying, it was like 
telling you as no, a kid. No, 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 no I'm no. saying he's oh. doing this to himself. No, I know. My mom accused me once yeah, it's of... Like, it's like just taking a little peek. So one year I got an Xbox 360 for Christmas, and apparently before my mom uh, like put it downstairs where, with the rest of the presents, uh, a, an edge of the present, like the fold had popped up, and you could see that there was an Xbox inside. It didn't pop up, Max. She, she has himself. accused me for years of doing that, and it, it's it's hurt me to my core. Max, Because yeah. there's nothing I like that. more than a good surprise. Max, you did it. I did not. I refuse. You know, I don't love spoilers. I know there's people out there who try to make the argument that, like, spoilers actually increase my enjoyment of blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's the case for you. That's not necessarily me. But... Yeah, I don't... I also don't... When it comes to the Marvel movies, as much as I enjoy them, it's not like... I'm super invested in it. Oh, dude, I'm not invested in a literally any Marvel movie ever because I know no nothing bad is going to happen. Because he's a DC fanboy. No, the only would you shut your mouth? <laughs> there is only a. It's a lot of tension. There is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you keep coming at me with knives out for us just because I was late fifteen minutes. I asked if you wanted Ch- Chick Fil A and you said no. No, you no, guys you are didn't. late an hour. What are you talking about? That's true. Hey, no, no, no. Yes, but but I'm not invested in any Marvel movies because Marvel has never given me a reason to be invested in them other than the Avengers ones. The Avengers ones are the only ones where it seems that there's actual stakes because none of the, like, there's not a, I mean, a lot of these Marvel movies kill off characters maybe in the movie, but it's like a minor character that you get to know that movie only and you don't even care that they die. Like, I, I, you know, like, for instance, Avengers... Uh, Age of Ultron, its biggest gut punch was uh, Quicksilver dying. <laughs> he had like 15 minutes of screen time, yeah. and I didn't give a shit. I was like, okay, I literally could care less that he died. All right. See, so that's why I get really invested in the Avengers movies, because I really like them for the most part, other than Ultron, because there's actual stakes. Characters could actually die, and that's why I'm super excited about Endgame, because char- there's stakes, and characters are going to die. So... That's why I like it. That's why I like it. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to get invested in them. But I understand where you're coming from. But yeah, Endgame, I, that's, I'm, I'm fully, fully invested in that. Uh, a lot of people said they cried during it. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm an emotional dude, so I'm curious if, they're, if I'm going to cry or not. Um, I, haven't, I don't really I don't cry think... during movies, though. Really, the only movies that make me cry are like ones that really should make you cry, like uh, Christopher like, Robin. Yeah, like Christopher, like um, Piglet. like only the only Piglet. the brave. Piglet. My dog Skip. Uh, Christopher Fa- Robin. Uh, Fast and the Furious Seven. Uh, excuse me. Nice. Think you could leave without saying goodbye? Hmm. Oh, 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 oh. I almost <laughs> cried in Infinity War. I didn't cry at all in the movie. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Spider-Man was getting snapped. I could care less because he has a sequel that literally takes place after the... Yeah, that's true, but him, Tom Holland, and RDJ sold the hell out of that. No, that was good acting. Yeah. I didn't really... Spider-Man was crying. I'm not emotionally equipped to see Spider-Man cry. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. It's all right. You'll be back for like three more sequels. We'll we'll get you back next movie. Yeah. 
Um, I'm curious to see if like the people who died in like actually died in Infinity War, like Vision and uh, uh, Gamora. Well, I wonder if they're gonna come back. Vision's already been announced to be in a series with Scarlet Witch, so I think that's gonna be like their on the run series because they've been like in hiding, traveling around the world. I mean, I could tell you, but I'm not gonna tell you. God damn it, Tanner! <laughs> All right, um, the movie, real, uh, he's the let's, real man. Let's move into those reactions, though, guys, because honestly, <clears throat> I think they, they, they look. Ex- very very good uh a lot of people have said something there's like hey it's it's a lot it's a lot sometimes it's too much yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes I, it's so, too much but they I, said it's still a I master class yeah epic. i would say it didn't really change my opinion of what i'm expecting it to be the one thing i am pleasantly surprised about is across multiple reviews they say even though it's three hours the pace is very good. So there's not going to be dull moments. Because that was one thing I was worried about, is being such a long movie, yeah. there may be those moments. Shit. Yeah, we're seeing that at 11 o'clock on Thursday. Yep. We'll be home at 3, <laughs> and then work the next I, day. High then five. I'm, I'm, up at, I'm up at 6, like every, every 6, 6.30 every morning. So I'm going to get three and a half hours of sleep going into a full day. So that'll be nice. But, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do for the uh, for the Avengers boys, um, but yeah, yep, it, whatever it takes. I'm excited. I, I like. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting from the reactions. Is there really ever gonna be? Uh, I like that. That was nice. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> was there really? Was there really ever gonna be uh, a worry that it was gonna get badly rated? I mean, every like, I mean, all those critics who reviewed anyways at this point are fully invested in the Marvel movies and like, are yeah. they really gonna rate it bad? The last movie in this phase. No, even I, if they're like middling on it, but there's well, so much there's so much consequence in this movie that I doubt it could ever. It be wouldn't bad. have been um, so. I don't think they would have rated it bad, but from the reviews, I didn't see anything where they said, "Oh, this is predictable." Um, it, it sounded like there's a lot of surprises. What does uh, David Ehrlich from IndieWire will probably give it a bad review? Oh, yeah, he's one of those guys you always see on like the front page of Letterboxd. Yeah. He's one of those reviewers, and I think he's a funny reviewer. But me and him differ pretty strongly when it comes to these kinds of movies. I think he gave Infinity War like one and a half stars or something. Yeah, uh, he's one of those guys who Wait, gives everything really? better. Yeah. Wow. I he he rated Aquaman higher than Infinity War. That's that's absolutely ridiculous, right, Max? Um, Although yeah. I liked Aquaman more than Captain Marvel, so you know. I think uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, was so I had so little interest in Captain Marvel that I I talked have you to even my seen it. No, I called Drew last night when I was on a walk to discuss a Star Wars theory, and then I was like, oh, by the way, I never saw Captain Marvel, and I literally have zero interest in seeing that. What happens? <laughs> and he's like. Really, nothing. <laughs> nothing yeah, that and nothing there's not happens. A lot. There's not a lot. Like, there has never been a trailer where they're like trying to convey that it's going to be a mis- mystery, a mysterious story. That I love that. I think I've said this before, but it's like, find out who she is. And I'm you like, know, I don't care. Right. I, I don't think I actually mentioned <laughs> this less. in my re- my review of it. Um, was it was me and you that saw the film, right? Uh, not Captain together, Marvel? but yeah, yeah, yep. Um. So they try to set up this mysterious background with her, and very early on in the film, like some characters kind of going through her memories, and they're all broken, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like be these breadcrumbs and stuff, but like it essentially shows you enough that if you're not a total dumb dumb head, you can reasonably infer, you know, 
the steps in between each of these things and piece together like yeah. her backstory either at that moment or very quickly as the film progresses it's like oh okay so i know what the deal is yeah there's no mystery yeah uh, it, i mean it was all it all it was was just to introduce the character before in game which they didn't take any big leaps or try to do any curveballs it was very safe yeah, it was just... I think the... Yeah, it sounded like just that end credit scene was the only thing that was kind of cool. You know, I like the character, again, but I just think it was kind of a boring and just mm-hmm. unenergetic movie. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, I th- I think there's a lot of cool things they can do with a character oh, moving for sure. forward. And it's actually really weird, too, because, like, Wonder Woman made, like, $150 million and counting less than Captain Marvel, but Wonder Woman had so much clout yeah, that carried well, for, for months. I think that's a, that's a comment on the Marvel machine, that they can take a movie that really... Like, I mean, if there's one thing I've heard, it's that Captain Marvel is an okay movie, and it certainly isn't better than Wonder Woman, but Captain Marvel goes and just freaking kills it at the box office. That's a credit to Disney, and again, that Marvel machine that can push out a character and maybe an okay movie and still get a billion bucks out of it. It's unbelievable. It's funny. People keep talking. For as long as the MCU's been around, pretty much, people have been talking about the superhero film bubble and when it's going to burst. Yeah. Yet it's like every single comic book movie breaks mm-hmm. some new box office yeah. record. Yeah. Like it's not bursting anytime Honestly, soon. Honestly, I, yeah. I thought Aquaman I thought makes burst. a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, I mean, and because I mean, Aquaman's the most ridiculous, freaky superhero concept ever, and he makes a billion. That's, that's, yeah. like, I thought it was going to burst after Black Panther, but no. It uh, I mean, Infinity War really kind of rejuvenated my my superhero interest. I think you know, Marvel would have to make an objectively horrible film for it to to yeah. burst. Yeah, and they're I mean they're not going to because they're going to be really safe. I'm going to be honest though. Are I'm I, you have to wonder is Marvel? I, I'm kind of getting well, not that I. I don't really care. I guess the characters I care about most in the Marvel Universe are the X-Men, so I am excited that Marvel's getting them back. It's, yeah, going to get another shot in the arm. But yeah. Or X-Men's going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's <laughs> like you wonder, you wonder is, is like, I just, I'm so curious, is the Marvel Cinematic Universe going to be able to carry on with, without what will probably be some main characters who will certainly die in Infinity War? Don't, I'm not even going to look at you, don't say anything, because you've read it. But let's move on. Um, Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan's new movies, its cast is rounding out. And when I say it's rounding out, uh, literally Robert Pattinson uh, got cast in it. And I don't think we've talked about it yet. Yeah, we have. Uh, we have? Yep. We, I, uh, no, we talked about we talked about Denzel's son getting cast. No, we talked about Robert Pattinson. The, <laughs> the last podcast before we went to Star Celebration. I can't remember. So we also got to look at uh, <laughs> It Chapter 2. <laughs> and we got to see uh, the character Bill... I believe it was. Is that his name? Um, Your older brother, yep, Bill. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, being portrayed by James McAvoy. And we got a first image of him. And let me tell you, when I saw this image, I said, yep, that's <laughs> James McAvoy. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, what's oh, his name? He is looking really complex. It's pro- Professor Xavier grew his hair out. Yeah. Um, 
Javier. Someone actually made a comment on James McAvoy's hair. And it's like, is James McAvoy like a Play-Doh doll and you squeeze his head and hair <laughs> yeah, plunges out? Because the dude is constantly shaving and regrowing and shaving his head for Dr. Xavier and then our Professor Xavier and obviously in Split and, and Glass, he had a shaved head and now he has a full head of hair again. It just, yeah, it's curious. But um, I really have... I don't know. Like I said, it's been a slow movie news couple weeks, uh, but I was, you know, I, I loved it so much. I thought it was so good, and I'm excited to see the adult cast. Where mm-hmm. I st- now I don't know if this has been confirmed. Are they bringing back the younger cast for like flashback scenes? Yes. I am like I don't I even like want, that. You know, That's I what I've heard. I don't even want flashback scenes like of the actual events of it. I want like the years after yeah. the events of it and seeing like how they've dealt with it as mm-hmm. as kids going into adults. I think that's going to make for the, a really good. The movie. children will be involved in some way, and that's great because yep. that is honestly one of the best children's cast ever it's unbelievable how they find oh, yeah. these really good actors uh at such a young age that's got to be so hard they have to filter through probably hundreds if not thousands of kids oh, for each yeah. role to find the proper characters in wolfhard of course yeah um, the kid from shazam jesus and the finn by the way shazam. by the way finn and uh finn and it Compared to what he looks like now, he's like ga- he's like grown two feet. Yeah. Since then, he's oh yeah, full Beauty on, man. full it's gonna, on big boy. I don't remember the actress's name, but the girl who played Bev, many many Amy Adams, many Amy Adams. Yeah, I thought she was super good. Like, I'm surprised mm-hmm. she hasn't been in more stuff. She was in Nancy Drew. She was in a. Oh. She was in a. I guess it's only been. Little over a year since yeah, the first one. Came she out, was but... she was young Amy Adams in a in that Sharper Object show. Oh, was she really? Yeah, nice. Uh, speaking of first images, though, we got one today from Robert Eggers, who directed The Witch, mm. one of my favorite horror film of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his new movie, The Lighthouse, which is going to be a black and white kind of historical drama or horror film maybe not a lot of nuns well, about heard, it but it's got this. willem dafoe and robert pattinson and here's a nice little picture of two of man them. robert pattinson's it. doing a lot oh yeah i dig that quite a lot yeah i like that i like that just the facial Ooh, hair on subscribe yeah. i like it uh that's all we have okay but robert pattinson's come a long way since uh twilight Doing a lot of indie films these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Robert. Speaking Robert's which, a great actor. Uh, a great actor. High Life came out this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Uh, I don't know what it, how how well it's doing though. I mean, it's an indie movie. Honestly, if it makes a million bucks, it's it's in the green. I would say for the most part. Actually, High Life might need more because it is a sci-fi indie. But yeah, I love. I mean, Robert Pattinson is just a great actor. Bottom line, he's really, really good, and that's why I'm I'm still rooting for him to be Batman. But I don't think it's going to be the case because he signed on for Nolan's movie, and that has to be some scheduling conflicts if he's on Nolan's film. Have you seen um Good Times? Good the time, ba- yeah, Good Time. Uh, no, I have not. I've been meaning to. I don't think it's good movie but it's not a good time. robert pattinson is great in it mm-hmm. it's worth watching just for his performance and i like to watch some movies like that even yeah. if i don't like them i like to watch just the performances i mean so. i'm not saying it's bad it's just kind of like sort of this meandering i mean mumbling. To, be, to be honest with you you were never really here it kind of was like that for me sure uh, I, I i was kind of meandering if it wasn't walking phoenix in that lead role and it was someone else i'm not nearly caring as much about that movie i would say cause... good time is far less engaging yeah <laughs> so, yeah 
That's just me, maybe. Um, you know, this is kind of a quick episode, though, because honestly, we really don't have... <laughs> this is not much movie news, but we have a ton of stuff to talk about on Force Vision, so that's that's going to be great. But yeah, I wanted to move... I'm, I'm moving this from Force Vision to here, because I wanted to talk about it, because it, it's a mix between Star Wars news, that's movie news, with just straight-up movie news, and um, I wanted to get your thoughts on it, because we have so much to talk about on Force Vision, I didn't want to just completely take up the entire time. Um, the Rise of Skywalker trailer, uh, its views count is at 26 million. Is it a concern that compared to the Joker trailer, which is sitting at 46 million views with a week's head start, is that a concern for the Rise of Skywalker? No, not in my opinion. I don't, you know, it's curious. I would have thought that trailer would have broken a lot of records because there was such a big reveal and we won't talk too much about this trailer in general because we I do want to save some of that for the force vision but it is curious only 25 million views and Joker has 46 so what do you guys think does that speak more to like maybe some sort of one which I don't know if I believe it Star Wars fatigue two does it have to do with maybe there's a wider audience who's starting to care maybe less about this sequel trilogy because the sequel trilogy hasn't led up to their expectations is it none of that is it just a weird circumstance that it's a teaser that got 25 million views or is it even more that the joker is way more hyped up than we even thought and it's just got a ton of views because it went more viral than that star wars trailer but still i find it shocking that a joker spinoff movie would go more viral than that Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but it's it, it's a teaser, so it's not the full trailer. I I'd be I, I'd be more inclined to compare the full Star Wars trailer to the Joker trailer whenever the Star Wars trailer comes out. I suppose, but the Joker was it was a teaser trailer too. The Joker was a teaser too. It wasn't necessarily a tra- even though I I really don't know if there should be that big of a classification between the two. But something that I I do find curious. I think Force Awakens for sure that teaser had millions way more views and the last jedi teaser had way more views as well like that when that teaser dropped people were all over it um so it's i don't know man it, i i have this i have this bad feeling that i'm like that i'm like i'm i'm starting to get nervous that and i shouldn't but i do have this weird gut feeling that like people are getting more excited for other properties in star wars like people are more excited for a joker movie than they are a star wars movie and that just like I just can't even believe that. I wouldn't think that would be the case. Um, I don't think so. It's I don't just know. weird, man. That is, it's weird. That's interesting. Um, it could just be that the Joker film is more of a, a curiosity than Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars, you know, it's Star Wars. But, like, it could, a lot of it be, like, people watching it and being like, hey, man, like, you should check this trailer out. Like... Yeah, but a Joker yeah. movie like it looks artsy and weird and cool and wouldn't you think that the the Rise of Skywalker trailer would be that and then some just because there's a massive reveal of someone being back in it? It's like oh my god, check this out and like I it's crazy to me because like uh, we were talking to Drew earlier today and he brought up he's like you know just you know because uh, I brought up like people being it's bumming me out people may be more excited for Marvel movies than maybe the re- most recent Star Wars movies and Drew's like well Marvel kind of runs the world but I was like does it though? Because in America, The Force Awakens has the domestic record by such a large margin. Infinity War has like 670 million domestic, 
Force Awakens has 950 million domestic, almost broke a billion domestic. And you have to think if any movie is going to catch it anytime soon, it's going to be Endgame. But Endgame's audience has to be pretty damn similar to Infinity War. There isn't that big of a gap of people who didn't see Infinity War that are going to go see Endgame, right? So, like, that has to, the box office is going to have to be similar. It's no way Endgame is going to catch Force Awakens. So, and then even a bigger thing with, with The Last Jedi, as divisive as it was, $50 million shy of Infinity War domestically. So I don't necessarily agree Marvel is like running, maybe overall, like in terms of internationally, yeah, superheroes have more play in China. That's just the way it always is. It's always going to be that way. They're way more interested in superheroes than they are about uh, uh, wizards and robes in space. But it does, it's it's piquing my curiosity. It's making me nervous because I'm, I'm such a huge fan, obviously, of Star Wars. I don't want to see like it start to fall on its face. I do think, I think we all can agree, maybe Disney has squandered some hype. They didn't think the Star Wars universe is carefully out as they did Marvel's with the planning of the release dates and everything um, and the marketing. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It doesn't man. seem like they have their Kevin Feige. They don't. Yeah. And it's because you'd think Kathleen Kennedy would be that, but I think Kathleen Kennedy's made so many missteps along the way. Where I mean, she's fired. She fired the Rogue One director. She fired Episodes Nine director. Uh, there was yeah, but Colin Trevorrow is not a good filmmaker, so we should yeah, not I be mean, mourning I, his yeah, loss. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like his blockbuster movie. I, I thought ja- Jurassic World. Was Jurassic fun. World's fun, but I would not want that. I um, think after not, Book of Henry great. came out, and that but, was such a shit show. Yeah, but also you need to think too. J.J. Abrams has what was it four directing credits to his name so he's not a director he's more of a producer and writer he directed uh, he directed impossible three super eight super eight force awakens force cloverfield no he, he did not he direct, direct cloverfield. cloverfield and then and then uh, this one star trek star trek he directed star yeah. trek the one and, and then, then into darkness no i don't think he directed into darkness he was the lead producer on did. into darkness let's find out i don't know but he doesn't have many directors. Uh, he's definitely more name. of a producer than yeah, a director. Yeah, which is it's people are shocked to find that out, including myself. I don't think that really. Yeah, means I, anything, I agree. Though. I agree. Stars doesn't have their um, Kevin Feige. And they so. don't. They don't need to. You know, they don't need to have a totally well, combined universe. That's stupid. No, I right? don't. But, I don't. I don't know if we want to save this for Force Vision, but like that comment you sent me last he, night that J.J. Abrams said. He directed real quick. He has directed. Okay, he directed. Force Awakens, Into Darkness, Super 8, um, and Star Trek. Everything else is TV stuff. So he's directed four movies heading into heading into um, The Rise of Skywalker. So it's not like he's a vetted director. Of course, The Force Awakens is a huge success. Uh, I love the new Star Trek movies. His two Star Trek movies, I absolutely love them. Um, so, I mean, he's great. He's great, no doubt about it. You know that, But he does do more producing and writing than he does directing. Um, I've lost the point of why we talked about that, but, um, oh, we were talking about Colin Trevorrow, but yeah, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy isn't, isn't as organized as like Feige, right? He's, uh, she's, she isn't, but she's trying to prove her. I, I like Kathleen Kennedy. I think she's passionate about Star Wars. I think she gets too much hate. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. She's passionate, but they didn't take a Marvel approach where they laid the groundwork of what they wanted to accomplish. Yeah, it, it, you brought up a great point that you thought it was a disservice to Star Wars fans to not like go with a plan. I mean, J.J. Abrams said that he's like, you know, I 
I did have a plan of how I thought the next three movies should go. I don't understand, and that's where it kind of annoys me. I don't understand how, if you're Kathleen Kennedy, this guy just resurrected Star Wars and made it like great again after you know the the prequels that are clearly divisive. And he brings Star Wars back to the mainstream audience and to the fans. It grosses massive amounts of money. It's a critical darling. And fans, for the most part, love it. But there is obviously the group that thinks it's too much like A New Hope. How do you not just give him the keys to say, hey, you know what? You're the lead producer. Well, he didn't want to. He didn't want to. Exactly. But he didn't, he didn't, is it he didn't want to or they didn't ask? No, they asked. I'm pretty sure they asked. He wanted to, you know, that not he, he consume didn't his to, life for that. Right. And he didn't want to direct you know, but five I, years or whatever. But he I wanted think, to make uh, Cloverfield Paradox. You're right. But I think I think you have to take like, okay, to make this easier on our fans and to make this story a little bit more cohesive, let's take the main story points that you're, you're planning on taking these mystery boxes, whatever they may be, and let's make sure that these are staples in everyone's scripts, and then the other guys can write around it however they want. But these have got right. to be the staples. But they didn't do that. They didn't. They, let, they didn't. They let Ryan Johnson have free reign, which is perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. But again, I mean, yeah, they didn't have a plan. And it's it's weird, too, because like these movies, all the, the story together... It almost feels like more of like a scrapbook thing. Like the Force Awakens is its own thing. And you could like this, The Last Jedi its own thing, and The Rise of Skywalker is its own thing. And we still have to see the third movie to see how it all comes yeah, together. Yeah, people keep acting but... like the story isn't making sense. It's not over yet, game. It's not. It's right, not. Right. You're right. You're right. You're totally, I, I you're think, totally right. I think the thing that I'm most upset about is the fact that they're openly talking about it. Because like J.J. Abrams made a comment where about he's- About the weeds. Yeah, about the weeds. He's like, I want to go in the weeds of episode eight. You know, Ryan did his own thing. Um, but you know what? We're we're going to be expanding upon kind of what and we he's made like, in and he said, episode he's like, seven. I don't like that we, guy at all. Which I'm perfectly... No, he didn't. I'm, I'm, perf- I'm perfectly fine if episode nine, you know, wraps it up perfectly. But the fact that they're openly talking about it just makes me kind of, I mean, worried. Because it's, it's something that you don't want to know. I'm, I'm fine if it's behind the scenes, I but I don't want to know about it. I still don't believe i'm not convinced that there was no basic guideline involved um because they've mentioned well let me let me recently re- that they were always planning for palpatine yeah, to come back and the be message is in all somehow. muddled you know everyone is not on the same page which tells me that there is there was no plan well you know what if people think george lucas had some grand plan they're full of shit because no, he did not george lucas absolutely did not have a plan past a new hope he's like hey you know what it could be a trilogy but it's star wars this is this movie but he absolutely planned out the next new movies. He was the head of those movies, whereas these three have no head. It's each one is its own head, whereas George, though he may not have it a plan, he's the guy who's like, okay, this is how this is all going to come together. Let me read this JJ quote real quick. I had some gut instincts about where the story would have gone, but without getting in the weeds on episode eight, that was a story that Ryan wrote and was telling based on seven before we met. So he wrote the movie before J.J. even met him, which I think is another. It's like, that's a disservice to Ryan and to J.J. To, to have Ryan write a story without even meeting the director of episode seven in a huge universe. I thought that was a disservice to Ryan. So he was taking this thing on in another direction. So he had also had a response to episode eight. So our movie was not just following what we had started. It was following what he had start what 
we had started and then had been advanced by someone else. Um, so it seems like it just is really disjointed with the planning of everything. That's just the way it is. It's just really disjointed. Um, I mean, I don't, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but it almost sounds like he's kind of coming up with an excuse before we get more information about nine. No. And I, I don't know. And, and something I want to bring up in the next force vision is I've kind of looked at the last Jedi with it, like a new eye and stuff like that. But, and, and trying to find some some reasons for me to really like I don't know not as be disappointed by it and there's ways we will connect it together but mm-hmm. um I mean and not trying to read too much into it either but like the way he is like talking about Ryan like he he's like it was we're telling the story we're continuing the story we set in seven that was continued by someone else and it was like it just sounds awkward that whole quote was awkward and I'm sure JJ didn't mean for it to come out like that but it is curious um and yeah, um, I mean, one of the quotes JJ said as well is that like, you know, Ryan, uh, you know, Ryan approached eight with a clean slate. Like he and, and that, I mean, anyone who watched eight, obviously Ryan did that. And that's totally his decision. He's totally within his rights. Um, and I, there's so much, man, there was such a great thing about episode eight that happened at that, that panel that I want to bring up too. But there you go, folks. You have a little bit of Force Vision and Cinemastic, because that's how much Force Vision <laughs> shit we have to talk about. So that's a leading into this next episode. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. This is your host, as always, Max Lita, Matt Max Fozzie. I got my boy Tanner Rush. Hey. I got my boy Tim Reichmuth here. We're going to start recording Force Vision. You're going to get two great episodes this week, one Cinemastic, and you're going to get a great big Force Vision episode. Um and yeah, we're going to go ahead and dive into that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends and family, coworkers, people who love movies. We always appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at CinemaxicPod, on Twitter at Cinemaxic, Gmail is CinemaxicPod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. I don't, I stumbled over words there. Thank you all. Bye.